eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, hey, now we do a podcast for you on a Monday short week. It's Thanksgiving week. Some people are lazy. They're off Friday. I will be here Friday, but I am here today as well. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I had a couple of people send this to me over the weekend, and then I downloaded it on Spotify to listen on the way in. It's a new Kid Rock song, Jerry. Is this the one where he goes off on the woke (laughs) Well, culture, Jerry, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so a couple people sent me some clips of this uh, Kid Rock song, and uh, Kid Rock is very angry these days, Jerry. A lot of cursing. Okay. A lot of cursing this, but I did pull an excerpt up from the song, uh, which we, we can't play on the podcast because I guess we don't have the rights to the music or whatever. Right. But I can I can give you, I can read you some of the lyrics. <clears throat> this was the paragraph that uh, was most uh, interesting, I thought. Okay. Years ago, we all thought it was a joke, see, that every kid got a mother bleeping trophy. But yo, homie, here's the situation. A nation of pusses is our next generation. <laughs> and these minions and their agenda, every opinion has a millennial offender. But this amendment one, it rings true. And if it don't descend, bitch, then see number two. Oh, he is angry, Jerry. I say he's angry. And he'll, I'm sure those, those, that song will be downloaded and sung by, um, Everybody that believes in what he believes in and everyone else will mock him for it. And that's the way this world is now. It's called Tell Me. It's called Don't Tell Me How to Live. And it features Monster Truck, which must be another singer because there's another singer on the chorus. That'd be Monster Truck. Whoever Monster that Truck. Might be. The, the song starts, Jerry. I gave you like the second uh, verse. The first verse starts F all you hoes. Detroit till I die, mother effer. So he's. Uh, you like Detroit, Al? <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I mean, you just effed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's funny is as I was listening to this and the other parts where he's just yelling "f you" and stuff, I'm like, he wrote that down. Oh yeah. As like, oh, here's an, oh, I have an idea for the opening. F all you hoes, Detroit till I die, mother effer. All right. Where There's a I, line. Where do I go from here? <laughs> but yeah, he's fired up, Jerry. He's fired. I don't up. think it's gonna stay on my playlist. You know, I <clears throat> I listened to it on the ride in. I thought it was he was very angry about the woke culture, which I I understand myself. Sure, right, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't you know it's not ba with a ba. You know what I mean? Jerry? <laughs> no, it's not. Is it? It's not going to sell millions of copies. Is it? I said a ba with a ba, the bangy bang. Biggie, you know biggie, biggie, the other, speaking biggie, biggie, of him, and I just rock music in general. All right, this again comes to what I always talk about with you about not knowing who's playing and when and yeah. where. Did I see it right? Were the wallflowers at the Stone Pony last week? They were. How do we not know that? I don't that? know. I, I actually saw it on Friday. That's unbelievable. And Gino was out of town, and I was like, huh, do I wander over to the... I could walk over to the Stone Pony. I'd like to see that. And it was sold out. And then I still thought, ah, oh, maybe I'd go on StubHub or something. Then Bon Jovi showed up. You're kidding me. No. They wow. sang uh, one song together. Okay. It, they sang Elvis Costello's... What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Oh, okay. 
What's so fun about a peace loving under? Like Don't you I, think the people wanted to hear Bon Jovi songs? Yes. It's like when I went to Billy Joel before the pandemic, yeah. Bon Jovi came in for two songs. He sang a new song that no one knew. Right. And he sang a Billy Joel song. Come on. Like, no, no. Give me Dead or Alive or something. Like, give me yeah. something that you sing. Well, you tell me the, at that small stone pony, he comes out there and they do Living on a Prayer, Jerry. The place is going to rock. Ripped up. Because otherwise, I know it's Bon Jovi, but in terms of listening to it, yeah. you're no better than a cover band. Right. Singing someone else's song. I wish they'd perform that new Kid Rock song together. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would have made news. I could have made news. In other Spotify music news, I thought this was interesting, okay. Jerry. So Adele has a new album out. She had a, a new single out, which people go crazy for. Right. All right. So she just put out her new record. And in order to put it on, in order to give it to Spotify, she had asked them and they relented. They negotiated with her. She did not want you to be able to shuffle the songs on the album. Why? She said the songs. She wants it like the album used to be played. She said, listen, we're artists. We segue songs in order. We put a lot of thought into it. I want someone shuffling the songs, what which they I make, appreciate. What do they make for that? Do they make anything? Uh, so someone like she will because she will get hundreds uh, millions, uh, millions of, uh, multiple millions of downloads, five hundred million plays or something. So she'll make money off that. But the regular isn't it amazing though that they used to make so much money. I know touring, yeah. but they mis- used to make a lot of money on record sales. Oh yeah, she made that's it. gone. <laughs> yeah. So the first day at which the album was available, it was streamed sixty million times. So what does for she the make? Full album. All right. So what would you say she makes for that? Then? I don't know what they. I, I really don't know a what it is. A penny a play? It's not a penny a play. It's like a penny for many plays equals a penny. Wow. It's like a penny might be a... I mean, a one play might be a 15th of a penny. Like, legitimately. Jeez. It might need to be played 15 times to for a penny. To, get a, to make a penny. Yeah. But once you start doing, like, if you're somebody... But again, this is only for, like, top of the food chain artists. Taylor Swift, Adele. Right, for sure. People who are banging out tons of... So plays uh, let, multiple songs. Let's go on the basis of half a penny. Yeah. I can't I can't do anything like that. So if you had three hundred let's say three hundred million. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Times that would be times point oh oh five. Is that right? Because point oh one would be a penny. So point oh oh five for hmm. <laughs> point. Uh. Oh, oh, five. Uh, yeah, for 300 million plays, that would, yeah, that probably is right because that would be $1.5 million. Now, you could still take this Adele album, create your own playlist, and shuffle it. Yeah, of course. Right, 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 right. But she knows people are too dumb to uh, do that. Well, it also takes time. But I appreciate an, uh, an album that is a concept where the author does want the songs played in a particular order. Right, but at the end I'm of the day, that. I'm the customer. So Right. Good point, Jerry. <laughs> Customer's always right. You ever see that button on Netflix that says, play anything? Yes. <laughs> I've never I mean, once done it. Me neither. Based on your viewing habits. Yeah, it'll play that. something. You know, I do, I do watch the um, the King Richard movie Friday night with my wife. Is that right? She likes Will Smith, and I saw a couple of the trailers. So I'm like, you know what? Why not watch it? Who was King Richard? Will Smith play? I heard their parent, heard their dad, Rich, uh, no, Richard no, no. Williams. Oh, okay. Oh, the Williams. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Oh, Which was know. interesting because he's always been portrayed. And again, this is a movie, so it's like I, a douche. I, yeah, and the mom has always been portrayed as like this hard ass that doesn't want to talk. At least I, that's the way I always thought of it because she never really did speak to the media. Richard Williams would be the one that would talk. The movie, though, really shows him in a very good light with a great, I mean, great relationship with these two girls. With the daughters. And more than that, they apparently had a big hand in this movie. This is not just some independent director that tried to make a movie. Venus and Serena had a big part in this. So it tells me that it's got to be pretty legit. And it was really a much different respect for the man and and their mom, quite frankly. It was really interesting. They made a movie about him. Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. I didn't, you know, I kept seeing things for King Richard. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. It's I thought about it was Venus about. Venus and Serena Williams and the way he raised them. I thought it was legitimately about King Richard, like a king from 
hundred years ago. Based on the movie, his biggest goal in life, yes, was to make them be special and whatever, but was to keep them out of trouble where they lived in Compton. And he was terrified that they were going to end up with the wrong crowd and end up with drugs and, and all sorts of things. So he kept them on that tennis court every homework, tennis, bed. You're not running the streets. It, it was really, it's a good movie. It was, you and know, what channel is this on? Uh, well, it's in theaters or HBO Max has it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That HBO Max is, is pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was neat. It was like Friday night at the movies at my house. Yeah, and I was they, able to go right to bed. <laughs> they have the movies that are in the theater or on, or they go right to HBO Max. And I'm, I'm not that I'm a big movie guy, but I would usually prefer to go to the theater and see it on the big screen. But Friday, you remember, I was exhausted. Yeah. So I flew back from um, Cowboys. Remember, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, DePaul. Rud- right. And I hadn't slept. So when we thought about doing it, I'm like, well, you know what? It's at least on HBO Max. If I fall asleep, I can watch it again tomorrow. So right, let's watch it. I watched a terrible movie uh, yesterday with Gina in the morning. Um, she wanted to watch a Christmas movie. No, not on Hallmark Channel. On Netflix. It? Oh, okay. So we went to the Christmas movies, Jerry. They are one is just more cornball than the next, and they're all about finding love. I know at uh, Christmas. That's what the Hallmark Channel is too. Yeah, these are very Hallmark Channel. Yeah. So she's clicking through them, and I was like, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. I'm not. You know, she would watch any of them. She goes, I'll watch any of these. Watch, you watch uh, Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation. Well, was that they? Uh, there wasn't on Netflix. Yeah. That's right. It's not. Yeah. You're right. So she comes across one, and it's called Midnight at the Magnolia. And it involves a morning radio team. Okay. So you're interested. So it looks so corny. I go, I could sit through this because okay. I want to see how corny it is. So the concept of it, and we watch the whole thing. These two people do a, 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 a girl and a guy do a morning show in Chicago on Breezy 98. And they do a morning show, and they've been best friends since they were little. Mm -hmm. They're both very bad at relationships, Jerry, and they talk about this on their morning show. Um, They're about to be syndicated because the show is so good, Jerry. Mm -hmm. They're going to be syndicated. And as part of their deal, they wanted to do a party on New Year's Eve where they introduce their families. Their families are very good friends. Mm -hmm. They introduce their families to their boyfriend girlfriend okay because neither of them has ever done that they're both very bad at relationships all stuff so the syndicator jerry's going to syndicate the show is very interested in this this they're going to stream it also web stream it jerry on their website right day before or two days before their big thing both of them get broken up with turns out they've been in love with each other all this time didn't see that coming. That was the show. That was the movie. What have to do with Christmas? It happened at Christmas time. Oh, God. Sounds awesome. That's how you spent oh your Sunday God. morning, huh? Yeah. I got to be honest. Rich Eisen and Michael Irvin sounded better than that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, no. It did. It was so corny. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Cornball. First of all, they hosted a morning show. Guess when their alarms went off? 5 a.m. 7.15. Oh, what kind of morning show is that? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Your ass is a morning yeah. show. Should and then off at 3 a.m. And then both of them, one of them would show up as the one who was introducing the show open, and the second one, and then the next day, the other one was a late. Like, they did no show prep. Wow. Terrible. How long is, uh, how much of your life did you lose? It was 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Midnight at the Magnolia, if you're interested. I am not interested. Not even remotely interested. Then you said something to me during the break, which I thought was an interesting topic, and I jotted it down, Jerry. We're talking about, I don't know how you and I came up. Oh, we were talking about commercials. Yeah. Radio station commercials. You know, the car industry oh, is, yeah, a, yeah. is, a, is a, a big advertiser for radio and TV. And uh, I said, oh, yeah, I keep hearing all these, uh, that there's car shortages. But like you said, and what did you say? You said you've I driven, don't see them anywhere. Like you drive by, we both live near car dealerships. I drive by legit one... Two, three, every single day. At least three. Not only is that a car shortage, I don't know where you'd park if you went in to look at a car. But it's just so many cars. There's cars everywhere. So well, I don't understand what the problem is. And there must be something to it because even this week I got in the mail from a couple of different dealerships. One was in Tom's River and another one was in Eatontown that need cars. will give you this for your, and they had all the information of my car, which is more than I owe on it. 
makes you think. So I started to think, I think it's a scam. I think they're just trying to move vehicles. That's I what know. I think. Because I've been, uh, I checked in on the Dave Ramsey, the financial guy. I checked in on his uh, web videos, his YouTube videos. And there's been a lot of people asking questions about, uh, you know, because Dave Ramsey doesn't want you ever to buy a new car. Mm-hmm. Buy a used car, of course. Uh, he wants you to buy a used car. But people were calling in saying, hey, used cars are almost as much as new cars now. Right, right, right. What do we do? But that, But that's my point. So they're giving you, before you finish what you're saying. Yeah. So my nephew, for instance, he got a car he did not want three years ago, but he ended up with it because he was in between jobs and it worked out. He's doing well now and he want, he wanted a truck. So he saw these offers. They gave him good money for his car. He went and bought a truck, but he overspent. Right. So it is him, even and out. I really, it does even out. I really believe this is just a way to move vehicles. Now, finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I was done. I'm just saying, like, it, the only, it seems like the only way it works out for you is if you are somebody who had two cars and you don't need two cars. And that you could just go sell just one. Just go to sell them. one. Yeah. But if you're right. Because if you're that. getting more money for your car, that means you're paying more money for your car. Like, have you car. seen what new cars cost right now? No. I mean, we've, we talked about this many times. Pick a vehicle. And I don't mean, don't pick a Mercedes-Benz. All right. Give me... Well, how about this, Jerry? What about a Honda Accord? Honda Accord MSRP. Yeah. Okay. And that was the I, other thing Dave Ramsey was saying, that that people are paying over sticker price for new cars. Which, again, I don't see. How about that? So the cheapest the cheapest Honda Accord you can buy right now is $26,000. All right. And that's probably that's the, the basic. the cheapest one. Yeah, basic. Now, if I put well-equipped... Well equipped, Jerry. Is that fair? Is that yeah, how we I like say a well, well equipped. equipped? Then they're going to start at. I always wanted to be a well qualified lessee. As you they are. Say. You are. Uh, you're at thirty two eight. That's now a Honda Accord is a really nice car. It's not so a luxury. Don't uh, they're beautiful cars. They are beautiful. So don't misunderstand me when I say. All this. right, Jerry. I'm no misunderstanding. You know how much a thirty two thousand is a zero interest. Yeah. You know how much that costs you per month. Mm, for a five-year uh, loan? Yeah. Zero interest and no money down, so that balances out a little bit. Okay, I'm going to say that's a $500 payment. 535 535 a month for a Honda Accord. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I think it is. Yeah. So my point is, like, new cars, they're, they're but, expensive. But the way they're doing them now, too, with, is they want to give you a seven-year Long. Yeah, because no one can afford right. five thirty-five for a car. It's, well, I shouldn't say that. Most families have at least two. How many people are writing checks for cash for the cars? Not many. Not many. So if you have two cars, that's a, that's eleven hundred dollars a month in car loans. But your point is, you're driving by car dealerships and they're not empty lots. Not even close yeah. to empty. They look packed to me. I don't. Supply chain issues, Jerry. I I guess not where I live. Yeah, you don't see. Do you see? I don't either. No. Is it in different parts of the country? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe that's it. I don't know where I am. I see no issues at all. None. And the used car lots are ridiculously stocked. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? Then another interesting thing that came up that I thought was uh, came up uh, during the show briefly was that idea that uh, your you retweets don't equal endorsements. No, they don't. Hold on, Boomer's here. Yes, Boomer. Hi. Hi. I did not. No, I have not spoken to Chris in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very strange. How is that possible? No, in fact, uh, CeeLo didn't even think he was invited because he he uh, tweeted to the show. He said, oh, if Jerry can't make it, I could always, as usual, fill in for him. I don't even know where we're staying. So it wasn't me. Right. That's no. weird. That is very weird. Well, there could be two. Could be two Chris Lepresti's. So I was just wondering that could be. All of a sudden, start, guys start hearing free stuff. And all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. As soon as, as, soon as we hear. next to Robert Dwyer's. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as we hear free stuff, we are in. Yeah. Oh, is was that I right? Not supposed to do that? You didn't. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Bobby Dwyer did. Yeah, took some days off. 
Well, yes, sir. Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> No That's worries, okay. Boomer. Craig, last week, you this week, it's good. So this idea that uh, people put in their in their Twitter bio sometimes that it says retweets right. are not endorsements. Yes. They also say, they always, the other one they do is they go, opinions here are my own and not those of my company. Yeah, that's dangerous. But it doesn't mean. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. The one that I do think fits and works, I don't think if you like something that that means you endorse that. Sometimes a light, and I hate that that's the way it is. To me, it can be a bookmark to save it, to be able to go back to it, or something that you want to share with someone. The retweet to me is different. Yeah. Because the, the retweet, you're throwing it out there for everybody. Now, they do have now, and, and it's it hasn't always been around, but it's around now on Twitter. There's a bookmark feature. Oh, there is? I didn't so know that. So you could bookmark a tweet without liking it. Oh, and then no one would see that? I don't think so, because oh, I've never seen any. I've never used it. Me neither. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, the because uh, there's no way that you could retweet a really controversial statement that somebody tweets and then go, "Oh, I don't endorse this. I'm just retweeting it." Uh, no, I think like there have been horrible stories I've retweeted. Right. But to me, that's for awareness. For awareness, you're not saying like when, I agree with this no, murder. No, 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 nothing like that. So I'm trying to see how do I bookmark. It's interesting. Yeah, I think there's a. I think I think it looks like a ribbon. I don't see that. I'm sure you're right. I don't, yes. I don't see that anywhere. Yes. A ribbon. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I hear you saying yes. By I, the way, I don't see. Uh, you know the Call Her Daddy podcast, which I yeah. was fascinated yes. uh, with? And um, I'm, I'm clearly, obviously, I'm not her audience. I'm a 52-year-old male. This is what I've heard. I get it. Now, I did try to peek into her podcast when she first signed to Spotify to see what it was. And yeah. It wasn't for me. It's not speaking to me. It's not for me. But I saw that she interviewed Amanda Knox. You okay. know who Amanda Knox is I in that feel whole like story? I she was a, a student who went over to Italy to go to school. Yes, yes, I do remember. She was that, accused yes. of murder and she yes. spent 10 years in prison there and just got out, right? Just got out not long ago. She was on Joe Rogan and uh, Call Her Daddy did a podcast interview with her, mm -hmm. which I'm almost done with. It's very. She did a very nice job interviewing interviewing her about her it was not just about her sexuality like no I but think it, a lot of her podcasts are right right but it actually her sexuality did come into play in her in the media coverage over there and over here really yeah so they did talk about that it was interesting of, of what they used to called they called her foxy noxy her last name Knox, uh, in the media and they made it like that she murdered her roommate based on a sexual tryst with somebody else that she got jealous and murdered her roommate. Damn. All of which were not true. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. So, so so shout out to Call Her Daddy for doing a serious podcast. There right? you go. Now I, I have queued up for today my ride home. Gilbert Gottfried interviewing Colin Quinn. I can't wait for that. horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yes. Oh my God. Um, I did see the Call Her Daddy one is like down to 10, number 10 on the uh, list. Uh, of top, top podcasts? Yes. So there's nine people ahead of her. There huh? are. Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan. He's one. I don't remember the other ones. Yeah. I didn't I honestly didn't know a lot of them, mm -hmm. but I think she was 10. Okay. So still pretty good out of a billion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm looking at her going only 10. I know. <laughs> right. 50 million podcasts. <laughs> there really are. So pretty funny. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Yes. Oh, and tomorrow on the warm-up we'll could be covering a Giants Buccaneers. That's right. And a fraudulent 5. And a fraudulent five, which may be determined on who wins tonight's game. Very well could, because that list stinks right now. That list does stink right now, but we'll see you tomorrow, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Be part of the show. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.
and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And sun. Mondays are usually really, really good. It's a minute after 5 o'clock. What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, hello, hello. A nice victory for your club yesterday. We had a very close to a brouhaha in the NBA. Week 11 in the NFL. We've got the Giants and the Bucks tonight. Al Isaiah Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. It was uh, somewhat of an uneventful NFL Sunday. You know, the 1 o'clock games, nothing great. We had the the Vikings-Packers game, which we had listed, Jerry, as a cool game on Friday. That turned out to be a good game. Turned out to be a pretty cool game. Vikings gave you something there. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, back and forth, high-scoring game. I always like that. Games in the 30s, I'm all in for that, Jerry. The Colt game was shocking to me. The Colt game, yes, shocking. They, uh, there was a lot of things. Now, the Red Zone Channel fellow, that Scott Hansen, he just kept freaking out all day yesterday. A little like, bit. Oh, my God. If, like, he was treating yesterday like it was wild card weekend. I know, it was week 11. And all these teams were losing. I like, know. yeah, every week, well, good teams lose to scrub teams. You, yeah, the it Titans losing to the Texans makes zero sense. And the Bills losing is not a shock. Losing the way they lost to the Colts? Yeah. Like, this is a team people had in the in the Super Bowl this year. Right. They were like crap yesterday. They do. And it was in Buffalo. In Buffalo, Where Jerry. people are throwing people on tables and lighting themselves on fire. Yeah, these Colts are very sneaky good. Jonathan the, the, Taylor had five touchdowns. The Colts are going to sneak in again to the playoffs and, you know, bore us on wild card weekend. <laughs> but they get in. They, they're going to sneak in. You're going to be like, the Colts are in the playoffs? Yes. I'll tell you one funny one. I'll give All you one right. funny one from that game. You know how the cameras go in the locker room sometimes? Yeah. So you've got Frank Reich, who is just, I mean, he's overjoyed, as you can imagine, with what happened. Yeah. And he talks about just an overall good effort. You know I don't like to show too much emotion. You know I don't like to show too much emotion. But but this is what he goes next. Yeah, I know we got a long way to go, but oh my goodness! Oh my God. That's Frank Reich. Oh my he was God. fired up. Yeah. So this is Jonathan Taylor, Jerry. Scoring five touchdowns. Four on the ground, one through the air. Do you think after touchdown three, they were like, had plays for other guys, but they're like, let's see how many touchdowns we could get this Maybe. I, you know, I, hmm, maybe. I did say to my son as I was watching, like, go for six. Let's get another let's one. Let's get six. Because I'm, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Eric Dickerson ever had, you know, five in a game for the Colts or, or something Marshall like that. Or, oh, for sure. And so they started putting the list of people down. But it's like, go for six. Why not? Jerry Edger and James Edger and played James, for the Colts. Perhaps. Yes, exactly. No, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And they said Alvin Kamara was the last uh, NFLer to do On a holiday. Was it Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever the hell Christmas it was? On a Christmas day, something Jerry. Like that. Yeah. It was a Christmas gift under the tree. Six touchdowns. Now, we actually had a good Sunday night game last night. I didn't stand to see it. Well, no one did, and especially the fourth quarter. So the the Chargers win 41-37. Now, going into the fourth quarter, the Chargers led 27-10. Yeah, the Steelers put up 27 points and took the lead. The Steelers put up 27 points. The the Chargers and Steelers combined for for 41 points in the fourth quarter. That must have taken forever. Oh my gosh! And it's funny too because they were talking about Roethlisberger. Remember on Friday, Tomlin was, or maybe it was Thursday. Tomlin was asked, you know, what if he he clears? Can he play? And he's like, listen, if he's cleared, he'll play. He got cleared. He flew by himself. He was ready to go. Kind of makes a mockery of practice, doesn't it? Yeah, no need to practice. They come back in the fourth quarter like that. It's like a, it's like well, Aaron Rodgers. These guys, these guys that don't play in the in the spring at all, or not the spring, the uh, you know, in like August. I guess if you're that good, Al. These guys, that Jerry, good. that have been uh, doing this for a long time, Ben Roth is right. He just shows up, Jerry. He knows the plays. He's got a wristband on, probably. Now, they did lose, though. They did lose. 5 4 and 1. Yeah, which is good for my fraudulent five that the Chargers won, that the Cardinals won with Colt McCoy. It's amazing. In Seattle. In Seattle. I actually thought, I don't know why I thought that game was in Arizona. I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing well. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is the Cardinals on top of the Seahawks on the scoreboard? I really thought they were playing in Phoenix. I'm like, that's in Seattle, and they're doing this. Yeah, it used to be you Man. couldn't beat the Packers in Green Bay. You couldn't beat the Seahawks yeah. in Seattle. That's I guess you can now. now. Well, you know what? When you don't have a good defense, or the Seahawks don't. Oh, Russell Wilson is still not at 100%. But don't play. Yeah. I, you know, you can't use that excuse. If you're out there, you're playing. I didn't like that. Uh, Kyler Murray side again this week as for my Cardinals, Jerry, now that I'm a Cardinals fan. I'll but tell you what, you are going to like it because he's going to come back 100% healthy with this extra rest. Right, because they're off this week. 
bye week, Jerry. They call that they're a bye nine week. They're 9-2. They're yeah. their best team in football, right? Is they're anybody only, better than them? 9-2? and two? No, no one's better than them, Jerry. They're the best. I don't think so. I have to think about that, but I don't think so. Right now, Jerry, they're the best thing going today. Yeah. In the NFL, Cardinals. they are. You're yeah. absolutely right. No doubt. And yeah. explain to me this. Oh, yeah. Because, I, you know. The, the Cowboys offensive line got run over yesterday. Right. And if anybody thinks that the offensive line doesn't matter, wake the F up. Um, where's I'll the, use the Chiefs defense that we've mocked all year? Were guys hurt and not playing? I don't because know. Because they looked like they knew the Cowboy plays they were saying. That was one of those games where I felt like the Chiefs had 13 guys on defense. Yeah, this is the thing. There's no. It's very strange to find any cons- consistency in the NFL, where we're, where anytime we think, like, this is going to be a shootout, it's going to be 50-50, to 50, Cowboys-Chiefs. Yeah. And, like, the Cowboys don't even score a touchdown. What was the but the over-under on that game was in the 50s, it had, was it, it had not? to be at least 50. 19-9, and it was boring. Yeah, you bored us. Everything was a field goal. And the Cowboys, I mean, there's another thing. Cedric Wilson can't catch the ball. Noah Brown can't catch the ball. No C.D. Lamb in the second half. Amari Cooper out. He's out this Thursday again. Coronavirus? Just, yeah. He's got the COVID. And I didn't know. I thought the Cowboys were 100% vaccinated. Turns out they're not. Oh, he's not a vaccinated fella? No, which is why he's absolutely out for Thursday. Oh. So, I don't know. It's just, it was a boring game. Defensive, you like defense, it was good. No one likes but, defense, mm, Jerry. It was boring. Unless you're an old Giants fan, then they go, we need defense. <laughs> I suppose. Or if you're an 85 Bears fan, yeah, well, then you the, like defense. Right. That's they, another level. They were punching people in the face. They were doing that. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Are we done? <laughs> Thanks for coming, ladies and gentlemen. Boomer and Geo up next. <laughs> we're gonna play. We're gonna replay South for the next fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now your Eagles, Jerry. Well, I say your hey, Eagles. I mean Eagles. the a- NFC East. First of all, I like Washington. Yeah, they look pretty good. They do well. Yeah, Eagles look I mean, the pretty Panthers good. Aren't any good though. Your Cowboys couldn't score a touchdown. But the Cowboys look at the schedule. The Cowboys should rip off four out of the next five. Oh, is that right? Who yeah. they got? A bunch of scrubs, Jerry. Well, I mean, they've got the they got two with Washington. Mm. They've got Vegas, who's a mess right now. All right, that's uh, fair. They've got the Giants in there. Like they've got very very winnable games until January second, when I will be back in Dallas for Cowboys Cardinals. Oh baby, yeah. Now. Is the are the Giants fans going to call today, Jerry, and say if we could just beat the Buccaneers tonight with the Cowboys loss? Well, I think if you're are they so, back in the mix, Jerry? I, no, they're not right now. Oh. But I think so. You've got the Cowboys with three losses. You've oh, got right. Philly at five and six, Washington at four and six, and if the yeah, I mean if the Giants won tonight, they'd be four and six. So they're not. If we're going to sit here and praise the Eagles, mm-hmm. I think you have to give the Giants every bit of a chance as well. That said. Tall task tonight. If they beat the Bucks in Tampa, I think things change a little bit. No, even yes. you would say so. I would say so, Jerry. I'd Their be all season up. lies tonight, and they go. Uh, they make a big deal like Saquon Barkley is gonna is expected to play. Great, fifty yards and what? It might be that might be all you get. That might be all we or get. Or you might get them. five touchdowns like Jonathan Taylor. That's not happening. I didn't say it is or it isn't. We'll see. I placed the. I only. Uh, you know, I looked at the games yesterday, Jerry, to place my bets, and yeah. nothing was really speaking to me. The only thing that spoke to me, and the only Texans didn't speak to you. The uh, Texans didn't speak to me. So the um, Joe Flacco point five over under interceptions. I was like, that is this is a no brainer. I might have this by first quarter. Loser. And I lost. <laughs> Got a win interception. No, he actually didn't play badly. I didn't watch a lot of it. I was kind what? of in and out of that game. What? But I did see him. Here's what I did see. Throwing the deep ball once in a while. Like, you know, I don't mean 80 yards, but I mean like throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. Not everything was a screen pass. He That's actually was true. throwing the ball. He there was one there was one sequence though where I think one of the Dolphin players was being attended to injured. And they had the camera on the jet huddle. He looks so disinterested correct he looks miserable yes and it's like i'm thinking if i'm in that huddle and i'm looking at this face this sourpuss like ugh, right but he played well he did play well he played all right i will tell you with the so with the bets you know like all these places so i use bet mgm you use win bet um bet mgm they give you these free bets once in a while so i had a 20 dollars free bet i'm like all right so i'm gonna i was trying to decide do i go with with those free bets i try and whatever i'm, like, I'm gonna either go houston or Detroit to win. I went with Detroit. You picked the wrong one, Jerry. Oh, 
I did. You picked the wrong one. I picked one. the wrong one. I sure did. Although they got it to 13-10. Why Campbell is kicking field goals, I have no idea, in the fourth quarter. But, yes, I did go with the wrong one. Now, in that Detroit game you mentioned, Jerry, where's my notes on this one? Uh, notes on the Lions? I did. Well, just this one thing. Jonah Jackson got a 15-yard penalty for the Lions for insulting Davion Clowney's mother. <laughs> Dude. Give him a mother insult. These penalties now are really – there was one on – I think it was on Edwards Hilaire, I think, and the Chiefs and the Cowboys where all he does is point. They yes. throw a flag. I liked it. I like that. And he that. looks at the official like, what I do? Yeah, oh, you come pointed on, at a player. Stop. It's so stupid. Taunting. I don't like no, it. These are adults. This isn't high school football. Right, so don't point at so other people. So stupid. It really is. The pass, the roughing, the passer penalties are too much. The taunting penalties are too much. The, the whole flag thing stinks. Every time, and you said this, and I agree with you, every single time there's a good play, hold on, don't do anything yet. Let's make sure there's not a fault. There is a flag. Of course there's a flag. And it's funny God, to, they suck. to see guys with these enormous, very what? elaborate uh, celebrations. Oh, I didn't and know then you were like, going to go there. Flag. It's just, it oh, it's just, it's disgusting. I can't take it. And the Jerry, league is just awful. What do you think was the, he said about his mama, that Jonah Jackson said about, his combat boots. Yeah, your mama wears combat boots. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I have no. Whatever idea. that even means, right, Jerry? I have no idea. I did Google your mama wears I know, combat something boots. about being a prostitute back in the day yes, in that, the that, military. Yeah, yeah, that they would give uh, the prostitutes their combat boots as right. pay or something. Right. Meantime, so, you and I were doing that when we were seven. To our friends, we had no idea what the no hell we idea. were saying. Of your course. mama wears combat <laughs> right. boots. What does that even mean? I don't. know. I didn't know until you looked it up. Yeah. Like three months ago, and that was the main your mama joke. Pretty much. Your mama wears combat boots. Yeah, pretty much. Your mama's so fat she <laughs> bleeds gravy. What? That was one that your mama so was? fat. Yep. I never heard that one before. And then the other one. That must have been a Colonial one. A Colonial New Jersey one. Yeah. Your mama's so fat, she bleeds gravy. Um, there were some other ones, Jerry. Your mama, your mom, well, your mama's so fat when she sits around the house, she sits around the house, Jerry. I never quite got that one either, but that, that was, was another popular one. Right. Your mama jokes. Mm-hmm. Your mama. Okay. <laughs> this is what, what if you didn't like, like your- It's 1982 again. What if you didn't like your mama? Then it's not insulting. I'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does wear combat Who doesn't boots. like their mama? There are people out there, Jerry. Your mama buys you toilet paper. No, I love my mama. I'm just saying. And you're, and you're 52. Some people sake. don't like their mamas. And then at that point, I'd be like, yeah, my mama wears combat boots. She does. What else you got? Yeah. We know this. Yeah. That's when you go to the, your father jokes. Your fa- the father's never got jokes made no. about them. You know why? Because you were afraid of your father. Right. Back in the day. Therefore, you ain't going to go rip on your father. Also, not a joke if you say your father wears combat boots. Yes, he was in the military. He was a man. That's right. He wore combat boots. That is very true. This is what he did, Jerry. Yeah. So I have no idea what he said on the field. I think it was your mama wears combat boots. Well, we'll see. I mean, with speculation. Your mama wears combat boots. Jerry, let's take a break. When we come back, let's do... Let's break down some of this jet situation. We can do that. We also got to get to the, the, the brouhaha. The from last night. That was legit, by the way, too. I and don't we know. All... I watched a lot of clips, Jerry. Did you watch the whole thing? In pieces. No, I didn't say that. I said, did you watch the whole thing? I watched it in Twitter pieces. As Isaiah Stewart is charging like a wild bull. Yeah. And legit had to be restrained. But then he lets up when he gets anywhere close. Well, it's because there's 30 guys protecting LeBron. All right, let's get into it. We, get we can do here, that. All right, I quarter get, after I five. Get into the we're just getting started. Hey, the dude was bloodied for sure. Uh, we've got a lot more to do, including the brouhaha and the Jets, I suppose. And then we've got Boomer and Geo at six on a football Monday on the fan. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, 20 after 5, a little bit uh, beyond that as we are just getting started. We'll take it to Boomer and Geo. Should be a fun football model. Not fun in the forum park because the Jets, while they didn't play terribly yesterday, they lose again. That roughing the passer 
on Franklin Myers. I'm not saying they were going to win the game by any stretch. But you bust your ass, you hold the team to three, and you commit that stupid penalty. Right. Why shove God, the quarterback? What are you doing? Stupid. That was like the one couple of things from yesterday. The taunting penalties we talked about. The roughing the penalty, uh roughing the passer penalties were nuts all afternoon. And the kicking is dreadful. Uh, everywhere. He's talking about Scott Hansen going nuts. The kicking was horrible yesterday. It, it is now become like an extra point is fifty fifty. Not quite, That's but what close. It feels like. I know what you're saying. Like, a guy lines up just for the next point. You're like, I got to watch this. It may not be seven points here. No, it's not like it used to. It's not 98% like it used to be. That's for damn sure. We need more barefooted kickers. Those dudes kick 90-something percent, Jerry. Barefooted uh, well, kickers. Well, I mean, who's the last? We've done this before. Tony Franklin, Tony the last Franklin one. Tony was very good. Was there anybody else was that one after of him? Was the Zendejas brothers or something? Was he a, a barefooted kicker? I don't Who was the Bucks kicker that uh, pulled his hamstring or something after oh, a kick? Those stupid. Uh, Grammatica. The Grammatica Martin brothers. Martin or Bill? Martin. And I thought he was with the Cardinals for some. Was it? Yeah. I thought he was on the Bucks. No, he was, he the, was the former the Bucks kicker. But he this is in his uh, Cardinals days. Maybe he was jumping up and down, and he yeah. like tore his Achilles or what something, or whatever it was. What a dope, Jerry. Hell, who knows? Yeah. So yesterday, this Jets game um, on uh, Zach about, about Zach Wilson, and this week, Rob Sala said we will uh, feel out where he's at over the next two days. So Mike White's over, right? That's just done. We're yeah. never going to see him again. Mike White got lit up by the Bills. He's finished. And we'll never see him Which again. Which is why, as I said, this whole Mike White love fest was bizarre. The guy had one good game. Right, but we had nothing else here to root for. And no, no, it's okay to be into it. We were treating Mike White like he was uh, Jeremy Lin. Yeah, Jeremy Lin just, did it for a month. Right, but it was just, I believe that was more of a fun thing that the audience got Perhaps behind. That got a little nuts. Yes, it got very nuts because the because the Giants suck, then the Jets suck. So that's so where got, we're at? So that's, for like New York media, it was fun to hop on board to Mike White. I thought train. it was embarrassing. The train never got out of the station. I know, but to, but to, to ban the guy essentially from... Ever playing again Agreed. doesn't make any sense. Unless Are we going to not play Dak Prescott now because he didn't score a touchdown? Dak Prescott has a body of work. Mike White doesn't. But you're not giving him the opportunity for a body of work. I'm not work. arguing with you. I would have started him yesterday. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. We're not fighting here. I mean, here's don't what he did. Me, Jerry. He played one great game. Yeah. He played two drives against the Colts. First drive, he should have been picked off. He threw a terrible ball, as you know. And then he had a nice touchdown drive and got hurt. And we treated him like. Football Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that, but, and that's an embarrassment to where we are in New York football. Right, but I, right. I do think most of the fans that treated them like football Jesus were doing it somewhat tongue-in-cheek. I don't know about that, man. I really don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't think so. I think there were people, and this is what I said to the guys, that were legit ready to walk away from Zach Wilson if Mike Boomer was sitting there talking about, maybe you found the next Tom Brady. <laughs> Can we find the next Vinny Testaverde before we find the next Tom Brady? Come on. Yeah, but it's had, yeah, but the guy's now not getting any opportunity. No, he's done. It's silly. I don't, and I don't even know. Well, Zach Wilson will get hurt again. He's made of pretzel sticks. <laughs> he might. I so don't, yeah, he'll I get back know. in there. But but they, they have Joe Flacco now, right? And they'll make him the backup every week. I, I think, and this is just me thinking out loud. They were afraid if Mike White has any more success, like he played terribly. All right, fine. We got away with it. We got some excitement. Uh, we put him back out there, and he plays well against the Dolphins. Let's be honest; they're not very good. Then what do we do? I don't, you know, because right, then we got a QB controversy, Jerry. They might have, yeah, they could have. And yet, you drafted a kid first. You can't just give up on him after however many games he played. Now, uh, last week, Jerry, we had a story that how uh, Rex Ryan was just totally trashing. Rob Sala. Not anymore. They're best friends now. <laughs> this is so funny. Rex Ryan <laughs> called Rob Sala. Who do you think got to Rex? I don't know. There's no way he did this. The way he buried him, there's no way Rex, his ego's too big. There's no way Rex was like, you know what? That was a bit much. Let me call and apologize. Really? You don't think that's possibly the, how that went down? Oh, anything's possible. Do I think that's how it went down? Yeah. No. I think someone said, hey, Rex, you sounded like a jackass. You might want to make amends here. Yeah, so he called Rob Sala, and now he's all in, Jerry. Rex is a huge fan. Quote, I was blown away by the guy. He's got direction for this football team. The more I talked to him, the more impressed I was with Robert Sala. But this also goes to the point which we've discussed in the past. It is so easy 
to sit on the outside looking in and just criticize people, having no idea what goes into what they do. Al used. <laughs> that's I didn't hit that. I didn't hit that. Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> like it's easy to do that. And yes, there are some coaches along the way that are overmatched and don't know what they're doing. I think they think that in Chicago right now about their head coach. Who, yes, they're basically chanting fire uh, Matt Nagy, and I understand their their results are terrible. But for the most part, these guys are football lifers, and they really do know what they're doing. And it's funny how all of a sudden you get to know the guy. They show you exactly. I'll give you this example, and I've told you, I think I've told you this before, maybe I haven't. I'll never forget, I'm going back 10 years now, when it is what it is, but it's a, it's a good example. At Columbia practice, they went over a fake punt all week. As they were, I forget who they were playing. And I remember the coach telling me, we're going to pick the right spot. You see how we're executing this thing. It's going to work as long as everybody does what they're supposed to do. They call for the fake punt on the Saturday. The guy, I think it was the tight end off the right side, just whiffed on the block. And the guy that he missed made the tackle. It went for no gain. And they ended up giving the ball to the other team at the 40-yard and line. And they looked like fools. And they're killing him for they don't know what they're doing. And then you look at it on film. It's like, guy, if he makes the block, it's everything they worked on. And it goes, forget a first down. It goes for a touchdown. Like the guys at some point got to do what they get paid to do. One of those guys that did, Jerry, and this is the good for you segment, Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore. Eight catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown. And the long one. Hey, Elijah Moore. Hey, good for you. Oh, good for you. Yeah, absolutely. There were some good things yesterday. Yeah, that one. They just lost. Their kicker missed two field goals. Yeah, one was, what was it, 155 yards? I don't like to get into details, Jerry. You watched the game. I know you did. It wasn't 155. I watched the game. You think I sat down to watch the Jets? Dolphins? But don't they? I, no, I red zone. No, it. no, no. I know you By the red way, they it. did not exist on red zone yesterday. Is that true? Essentially didn't exist. Except hmm. for, you know, the deep uh, Tua pass, uh, the deep uh, pass you're discussing. So they didn't show the field goal. I thought they show all the scoring attempts. They may have, Jerry, but I don't consider field goals <laughs> even part of football. Well, I understand. I'm a touchdown kind of guy. Right, so he missed from 55. All right. And then the other one was shorter, I believe. And then he missed from. Yeah, 40. That's a bad 55 is acceptable. Yeah, you can't miss from 40, especially when it's 14-7 at the time. So, Jerry, what's I, you know, my Twitter this morning, I saw a lot of uh, short uh, videos, all different angles, of a brouhaha in an NBA game. Right. Break it down for us. It was LeBron James. All right, so here you go. You got uh, versus. Yes, yeah, so you've got the Pistons are, of course, this is in Detroit. Oh, the Pistons, I love. Let's beat some people up, Jerry. And I'm not, I'm not sure who's shooting a free throw, but you got a guy shooting a free throw. You got Anthony Davis on the low block. You got Isaiah Stewart next to him, and then LeBron is in the third block. And it's physical. Like, Stewart is really getting into LeBron, and LeBron goes, excuse me, goes to clear him and gets him. 100% with his, like, the side of his fist. In the face? right Yeah, right above the eye. And so there was a lot of that for sure. And so all of, and he immediately goes, you can see it on film. LeBron points to him and says, my bad. Like, he didn't. Oh, really? I really don't think he meant to, he did, but I don't think he meant to punch him in the face. He's calm for a moment. And then all of a sudden they start screaming at one another. Everybody's, I mean, they got security protecting LeBron, as you can imagine. And then he starts, they start moving him away. This is Isaiah Stewart to where he then loses his mind and starts charging at him. They settle him down. They start getting him off the floor. Then he starts gushing blood and he, I mean, just loses it. And it took, it took several guys to stop him. And you had, you know, LeBron being protected, understandably so. And it was, it was ugly for a while. Blood everywhere. It was pretty wild. Why not just square up at center court? Let the two guys go at it. Uh, I suppose you could do that if you want, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. LeBron would have lost that because this uh, other guy was yeah, he was fired on up. fire. Yes, fired oh, no up. Point. There was one. So Cade Cunningham, he's a rookie on the Pistons. He Kate, <laughs> his name is Kate. Cade. Cade, the best player in college basketball last year. Cade Cunningham. Yes, um, I did. Like one reporter goes, so what's going through your mind <laughs> as this is happening? This is a twenty-year-old kid. You said, what was I thinking? Yeah. You know, I'm trying to stop him from <laughs> maybe getting into trouble. I don't know. <laughs> like in the face is like, hey, what do you want from me? I don't right. know, man. What do you want from me? Like, come on. It's it, so bizarre. In other related NBA news, Jerry, someone vomited on the court. A, a Was that Friday night? Uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. At the Jazz game, Jazz Kings game, 
a fan who was sitting courtside vomited on the court. Yeah, I guess he had too much uh, gin and tonic. Oh, my gosh. And I watched that. That I saw on video. Oh, you weren't watching that game live. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I stepped out for a moment during Kings Jazz. Where do the Kings play, Al? <laughs> Sacramento. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. I thought about. you might have said L.A. <laughs> uh, yeah, so right on the court, vomiting. Yeah, that's disgusting. What if the guy, uh, so you think it was just from drinking? He didn't have the coronavirus? I hope not. Oh, my gosh, Jerry, if he spread coronavirus by vomiting on the floor, on the court. I will tell you, by having a couple of drinks at games once in a while, and I don't know about the beer, but I will tell you, having gotten a few, they give you a lot of alcohol. I mean, you're starting to get $24 for a drink. They may as well give you something. Yeah, so it's possible. Maybe the guy had a couple of buttery nipples, the shots. Who knows? The buttery nipple shots at the arena. And maybe it was too sweet for his stomach, and he threw up all over the court. I don't know. Now, I don't know if that game was uh, in, in Sacramento or Utah. I should have looked. Because Utah, they don't even give you really alcohol in your drinks. Is that true? I know. Yeah, they, they, it's, I've never it's been less alcohol, right, Eddie? They make they give you less alcohol in uh, Utah. No, that ended when the Olympics came in. Oh, they used to. <laughs> That's so much for that. They used to give you less alcohol. You're saying this was when now? This was Saturday, Saturday night? night? Kings Jazz, Jerry. I just need to know whether this game was in Utah. That game was in Sacramento. Ah, figures. Yeah. If it was in Utah, we wouldn't have had this problem. Well, no, I think we just found out it could have because of the Olympics. Oh. I mean, that's what he said. <laughs> they used to make, brew special beers for Utah, like like a Coors Light. They used to have to, they had a lesser I was, I was always told, not only that, I was always told when I worked at the liquor store yeah. that the kegs that went to the stadiums had less percentage oh. than the regular kegs. Is that right? There's that's an what insider the beer salesman tip. told me. I, really? I don't know. Yeah. Because they want to, you're still getting the beer, you're still getting alcohol in the beer, but it's a less percentage than you would buy otherwise. Yet they charge you more, Jerry. Well, they also give you more. You also get 20 ounces. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I need a good 20 ounce beer. It's, to it's get a big me. beer, but I mean, it's also going to cost you $16, right? I need, yeah, I need to, I need a lot of brews, Jerry, to get me through a Jets game. Did you ever think, <laughs> did you ever think growing up, and I know things get more expensive as we go. Did you ever think we would see a day where we're paying $20 for a, a toll and 22 and $23 for a drink at a game? No, I thought we were throwing coins in those baskets back <laughs> well, in the we, day. We were. We were throwing a quarter <laughs> in the parkway. Now the parkway is $2.20. Right now, if you paid with the quarters in the baskets, you'd be like... Yeah, you'd I know. All the that or you got to go get the rolls of nickels. Yeah. That's two bucks. You used to just be able to throw... Throw a coin, Jerry. Did you ever, because I had done this before when I had no money when I was 18 years old. Yeah. Did you ever stop at the toll booth, get out, and collect the money on the ground? No. You never did that? I've never done that. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh, I did I'd that. be too worried that people behind me be honking and screaming well, if, at me. listen, if there's people behind you, you can't do that. Yeah. But if there's not, you could always just stop. There was always change yeah, on the ground. people always miss. Always. What was bad, too, is that I'm a righty. And the toll was always on the left. I had to throw lefty. You just it, drop it in. I know. It always felt awkward. <laughs> it's just a pitch. Yes. Or you could get close and just drop it in. Yeah, I never could time Is there that anything out in your life you haven't had problems with? No. <laughs> Most things are a challenge. You didn't even think about that. No. <laughs> hey, I know Boomer and Gio are going to the Islanders game Wednesday night. Okay, are they? Uh, yeah, that, I guess the night before. Okay. Oh, is this the night they're getting the suite? Yeah. I thought it was going to be the first game there. No, that was, that was this weekend. Yeah. Saturday against Calgary. They're making a big deal out of it. Like, uh, well, it's their first time. Like, I think Evan went yesterday for the first time. He was very excited. I thought they were going the very first night it was no. open. I see they played already. Well, and they already like, got booed. Yeah, well, they were booing the Islanders. They've lost players. six straight games, so it's not going well for them right oh. now. The Rangers are playing very well. The Islanders are not. Rangers won last night, and I don't know if you saw when they scored to win. No. When was that? Late. <laughs> Yeah, Last second. Half a second left. Half a second. In regulation. Score. I think four-tenths of a second Did they go. check the clock to make sure it was I'm a sure legit they did. Goal? I would think so. I, I would hope think so. so. Let's take a break. 25 right. in front of six. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour right here on the fan. I'll go away. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. 
Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I don't know. What, I, what was I waiting for? I don't know. Isn't it normally a jingle or something? You know what? I forgot to hit the reset. <laughs> 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 oh, little rush on a Monday morning. Hello, hello. My name is Jerry. His name is Al. And that guy in there, that's the Eddie Scazzeri. What else, Al? Mm-mm. It's a Monday. A couple of um, quick Met notes, Jerry, that have nothing to do with on the field. Um, Pete Alonzo and his wife went to Rome for their honeymoon, and they met the Pope. Okay. How do you get to meet the Pope? Do you think I the Pope know. knows who Pete Alonzo is? <laughs> Maybe he's a home runs for the Pope. I don't know. A Pope you'll be meeting a Mets home run hitter, Pete Alonzo, today. <laughs> and I'm sure wife. that's on his itinerary. Meeting Mets pit. Uh, yes, do you think I guarantee- it just says American baseball player? Uh, yeah, and his name is probably there. Yes. Do you think the Pope references that he knows he's, like, does the Pope say to Pete? Oi. <laughs> Hit the home runs. I don't know that he speaks English. The Pope? I don't know that he speaks English. He probably just nodded and smiled. Yeah. I think he gets his itinerary. Like the president, I believe, gets an itinerary every morning. Okay. And the itinerary has got 4,000 things on it. Every minute's precious. I would think the Pope's itinerary, not quite like that, but very similar. Do you think on a really busy day, he's like, can I cut anything? (laughs) I'm meeting Pete Alonso. Can I just cut? Can't we just tell him I'm not available? Can we skip this mess today? It takes an hour. Come on. (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, so Pete Alonso got to meet the Pope. That's pretty cool. I, and I know this says more about me than anything yeah. else. That just sounds yeah. boring to go meet the Pope. <laughs> yeah. I agree, but you got to go with the you got to go. With, I didn't you have say the you chance don't to meet do the Pope. it. I'm just saying, my honeymoon. I'm going to go meet the Pope because if there is a heaven, Jerry, and you pass away, and you go up there, and God goes, you turned down a meeting with the Pope. <laughs> I didn't I say I would turn it. I don't know. I say I would turn it down. That's not what I said. Yeah, I just said for my honeymoon. Right. That seems weird, but listen, right. to each his own. Right, because most people they think of the honeymoon as you you do a lot of uh, what Al romantic liaisons <laughs> with each other, a lot of making out, <laughs> a lot of making out. It's a big makeout session, Jerry. <laughs> and now in between, you're going to go meet the Pope? Something weird about that. There is something weird about that. But, hey, good for him and, and her. And then in uh, other Pope Mets related There's news, another Pope. Oh, Mike. I love this. Mike Francesa versus Noah Syndergaard on Twitter. Syndergaard, it's interesting. and I liked it. I did, too. And I did not like... I saw the one headline that was like, you know, Syndergaard takes it to France. No, no. I disagree. I, I'm with you. I thought Mike was fantastic in this. And the fact that Syndergaard's wrote, I mean, this is coming from a guy that hasn't pitched in two years and knock off the crap about the final weekend of the series doesn't count. He hasn't done jack diddly poo, as Jim Mora would say, for the last two years. And he's got the balls to say to Mike, thought you died. Good to see you're still alive. Right. We thought the same about you, you jackass. <laughs> right. He said, congrats on still being alive. Oh, my God. And this notion, too, one other no- while we're at it, that, hey, good for Noah Syndergaard for getting a little, getting more money. He got $2 million more. The Mets had a $19 million offer for that qualifying offer of 18.7, and this dope went for $21 million. You know why? Because he didn't want to be here. That's why. Fraud, fraud, fraud. Mike went back at him saying, I competed every day for 35 years and won in my chosen profession in the greatest city in the world. Noah whined and ran away. Yeah, and then pretty much. Noah said back, only thing you've ever won is being a gas bag, Mets-hating opportunist. All you've done is talk bleep and spread toxic crap for a career. Yeah, Congrats again, sweetie. You're doing the, great. Because the Mets have a great story history of winning. Come on. Ay, ay, yeah, I'm going to give Mike the win on that I one. couldn't agree with you more. I thought Mike showed himself quite well in that. So Mets and Pope news, Jerry. Two stories in one morning. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Isn't that crazy? By the way, they have a manager yet? The Mets? <laughs> no, the Jets. Uh, the Jets, they've got Robert Sala, Jerry. Come well, I mean, on. What are we doing with this manager thing? Let's. And I know they just hired the GM, but let's go already. Yeah, let's get it's a manager here, Jerry. It is Thanksgiving. Gosh. Now, Baker Mayfield's wife, Jerry. I know what how you like she do now? when the wives get in the mix. I do like. Is that her in the real commercials? I think so, yeah. yeah. Baker Mayfield's wife 
posted yesterday and then deleted an Instagram post that said, no one better say anything bad about Baker Mayfield after this game. I don't think I've seen toughness like this in a while. Because he played hurt? Maybe the rest of our team should take the hint and Oof. get it to get and get tougher. Uh-oh. Get tougher. She deleted that. Yeah, I would delete that too. But it's out there already. Well, yeah, because people screen grab it. Yeah. And it lives. And it will live. Live, damn it. Yeah, well, that's that's gonna be a now, in fairness, it's her, it's not him. Right. So I don't know that he's gotta do anything about that. But you that know, doesn't look good for her. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It does not. Not at all. I do like when a wife or a girlfriend Gets in the mix, got to have it. Or just is so caught up in the games, mothers, like they, they can't help themselves. Well, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier because we see or they see the work that put in. Yes. And like yesterday, for instance, and I'm only bringing reference in this game because I worked it and obviously I saw every play. Like as bad as the Cowboys were yesterday, and they were, they were terrible, and Dak Prescott's numbers are, are awful. There were drops in that game that are embarrassing and oh, so especially late in the game the oh the, the one to cedric wilson yeah. at the 50 yard line yes. i mean catch the ball um you know you can sit there and rip on guys but if you don't take everything into account it's not fair that's all right and i know results are the most overrated thing in the history of mankind but when you get paid to win they're actually the most important thing i felt a bad in the beginning of uh the game i saw that romo and nance had bears ravens yeah, I, so I said that to my son, too. What What do you think they did to deserve that? I don't know if they did. They, I don't know. Even they, if Lamar Jackson played, it's the Bears in Chicago. Ugh. That's that's where you send your number one team? I know. That's how that's how bad the schedule must have been yesterday. Wasn't Bill's Colts on CBS? Probably. Like, why, and, and maybe it was Fox. I don't know because there's crossover. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. I only caught that on Red Zone. Like, why wouldn't they go there? Yeah, I don't know where that game was. I'd have to look. But, uh, yeah, it was very, very odd when I heard their voices doing Bears. I totally agree with you. Uh, there was a cool – I should have looked for this prior to bringing this up, but I'm just thinking about it. The quarterback for the Ravens. Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Uh, the post-game interview with uh, with CBS mm-hmm. was fun. Okay. Uh, he just seemed like so happy, and he he said that he got word that he was starting from Lamar Jackson. Texted him, was like, "Oh yeah, you're in." How about that? And he wrote back something like he said he wrote back something like, "I got I got you, fam." That's cool. I also family saw, Jerry. Now I don't know first. if it's true or not. I'd have to fact check it, as they say. I believe he played against Lamar Jackson in a high school state championship right? game and beat him. I think so. So I should have the better quarterback. You're saying? No, I didn't Jay? say that. I didn't say that. I just said that he played against him and beat him. I think in a state championship game in high school. All right, Sorry. So you're asking me about Bills Colts and what uh, what that game was on. Let me see if I can tell you here. Yeah, I can't. No. And Justin Fields gets hurt, which brought in Andy Dalton, who promptly gets a couple of completions, including the screen pass that goes for a touchdown. Jerry, he lit it up. Well, I mean, they lost. I saw him throwing some bombs as well. Yeah, but they still lost they at the end lose. of the day. And the, I mean, and is that the, we have the Bears and Lions at 1230 Thursday? Yeah, Jerry, that's a Thanksgiving tradition. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll have it on. Yeah. But it's going to be background noise after the first quarter. Correct. That's awful. Yeah, it'll be background noise. And who the Cowboys got on The Raiders. The Ra- no, Jerry, the but Raiders. They're, no, but they're not, though. They're playing they're like They're not crap. the Raiders? Not now. And then what's no. our nighttime game? That I don't know. It's a great. I, I just know. Google I it. Don't know Google it right I think the second. Bills don't. Aren't the Bills playing Thursday night? Is that right, Jerry? I don't know. I'm. Th- I'm. I right. feel like I saw that. Uh, Bills Saints. Bills Saints. Okay. Which is not Good a great call. game either. Either. Where's that game at? That is in New Orleans. Eh, all right. I mean, the fine. Bills better win that one, or they're you, finished, Jerry. Yeah, uh, they won't be finished, but they're in trouble. They are in trouble. I would agree with that. So, did you find out who the announcers were yet, or no? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did you check Twitter? I'm sure someone told us. Twitter. All right, Jerry. Yeah. Hold on. Twitter. Even with Twitter. Red Zone, we would have been able to know by the announcers. Didn't I don't remember. Say. I feel like it wasn't Ian. I don't remember who it was. Andrew Catalan, maybe? Colts. Who'd they play, Jerry? Bills? Yeah, Colts Bills. Was it Andrew Catalan? Colts Perhaps. Bills announcers. That, which would be CBS. But Just Google it. I know. We're running out of time here. I'm trying to Google everything. If not, we'll have an I answer for Google you on the other everything. side of the break. I'm going to see if everybody tweeted us. Mm, I can't Google everything, Jerry. No, no, you can. That's what Google's for, actually. It was on CBS. So why wouldn't they send them to that I game? don't know. Like, the Bears aren't deserving of any number one no, broadcast team. 
I don't even know that the Bears, uh, Jeff Jonas, what's his name? Jeff Jonas, John Jonas. Do you think, let me I don't ask think you he this. wants to do the game at this point. Do you think they want to go to a cool city and go into Chicago is cool? As opposed to Orchard Park? Yeah. No, I think they want to do the better game. And the game in Buffalo turned out to be terrible. Yes. But on paper, that was the better game. No, I don't think they want to just go to Chicago. They've been there 100 times. We're going to take a break. Right now, we've got an Odyssey Sportsman brought to you by Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. Then we'll get you Boomer and Geo. Right now, Amy Lawrence being an NFL quarterback hmm, is hazardous to your health. Sounds about right. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, Jets lost, Giants played tonight, Knicks lost last night, brouhaha almost uh, in Detroit last night as well. Rangers with a thrilling win, Islanders shut out. What else? Jerry, just Googled the uh, point spread for this evening. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, hmm, where's the game? In Tampa? In Tampa, Nine Jerry. and a half. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Over under 49 and a half. Yeah, I give. A, I have no idea yeah, because I'm the games right. I thought were going to go I over agree. yesterday were under, and the games I thought would be under went over. I please, I give up. Up is down, Jerry. I mean, please. I did, huh. Hey, what's the difference, Jerry, between NFL Red Zone and NFL Game Day on NFL Network? They seem very similar. Ah, uh, but I think Game Day don't they talk a lot more? Like, there's a lot they more studio lot conversation. Whereas Red Zone is just game to game yeah. to game. And the only time you see them is when there's like a break in the action. Because I went to, uh, I was going to watch WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.